This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Welcome to all the new listeners, and thank you so much if you're a recurring listener. New episodes every Thursday on all platforms, and you can watch the video on YouTube if you're not already doing that. Don't forget to send me a screenshot on IG or post, you know, an aesthetic pic of you on your hot girl walk, an aesthetic boomerang of you watching on your TV with your pet. I love seeing it. And let's just jump right in. We definitely have a variety of topics today and topics ranging from serious to not serious. So I kind of wanted to ease in today because, bitch, it's just been such a week, like with Roe v. Wade, Avi, and just all the topics that relate to that and this, you know, just all the things that so many of us relate to. It's just been really heavy. So I just wanted to start out with some like fun and fresh stuff and then we're going to talk about that after. But I have been posting a lot of resources and, you know, just places that you can go to, especially if you are in states where abortion is now banned, on my Instagram stories. So we're going to be going over those as well and I'm going to try and link as many as I can in the description. So definitely check that out and just know if you are going through that. Or if you are in a state where it's now banned, um, you don't need to feel alone, you know, even though it's like really fucked, but we'll get through this together, hopefully. So I just feel like we have some catching up to do because last week's episode was pre-recorded because I was back home visiting my family and I still wanted to post, but I wasn't going to be able to record back home. So we just have so much to catch up on, like bullshit, you know? Um, Number one... I just had to like share my thoughts on this, even though at this point it's been out for a while, but Drake's surprise house album. What do y'all think about it? I, there's a couple songs I like. It's obviously not the best house music I've ever heard, um, but I just like everyone hating on it so much at first. It was so funny too, because like Drake said, he just like randomly posted on his IG, like, oh, album tonight, like surprise album. And all these bros were, like, reposting it, like, oh, my God. And all those bros were so pissed when it was, like, a house album. Like, it was so funny. Um, But all these people, like, hating on it and, like, oh, my God. Like, it's just, like, this is what keeps artists relevant. You know, I feel like this is why Drake has remained relevant and just grown and grown throughout all these years because he is like constantly switching up his sound even though sometimes it's cringy or it's like whatever like (laughs) there's like toronto drake there's island drake there's new orleans drake there's london drake you know um but it's like that's what keeps things new and fresh like there's so many artists that just like never switch it up like okay also i there's just like so much I posted this Chris Brown WizKid song on my story. Again, this was like a couple weeks ago at this point. But I, I'm i just like, it was a good song. It's a bop, like whatever. 
and I was like, you know, out on my roof, like listening to it. I was like, this is, it had just come out. I was like, this is a good song. Like it's fun and fresh for the summer. Bro, people are, I think it was only like a couple people, but they were like, why are you listening? Why are you posting Chris Brown? Why are you listening to Chris Brown? <laughs> like, because I post one song that has WizKid in it. Like, so I told them I'm, I'm listening to WizKid. Like, do y'all think I was wrong for posting that song? Like, I'm not walking around like, like as if me po- as if me posting that song is like the same as like me saying Chris Brown is innocent and I am such a fan of him and I will stand by him. Like, I was not posting an album but I brought that up I thought of that because like Chris Brown is someone that comes to mind like just musically where it's like I mean I guess he had a song with Wicked (laughs) that's kind of switching it up but like all his like newer albums it's like I cannot tell them apart I just I don't care it's (laughs) like I feel like there's been no growth and not that I'm like oh my god such a music um reviewer and critique analyst but (laughs) You know, like, there's some artists that just never switch it up. And therefore, it's, like, it just gets old, you know? So, it's so funny. Like, people will talk about that all the time. Like, oh, my God. Like, this person hasn't switched their style up. They never try anything new. But then as soon as someone does something different, like Drake doing a house album, people are, like, in a frenzy. Like, oh, my God. This isn't his normal style. Like, he's not an expert in this. Blah, blah, blah. And it's not like I'm out here trying to, like, defend Drake or anything but it's just it was so interesting to see people's reactions I think it was fun and fresh and I like that he did try something new probably knowing the reaction that a lot of people would have and I just thought it was cool like even if it's not the best house music I've ever heard like it's something different and like that is cool but yeah it was just really funny to see how like personally people took it like oh my god this is a house album what (laughs) like people were getting pissed i don't know about what y'all saw but like on my timelines people were getting really pissed except on tiktok tiktok is where i was seeing all the like bro the video i know y'all saw it on my story but there's this like iMovie video of like the guys from jersey shore like back then and I think it's on YouTube. Like, I've seen the original, but they're, like, dancing to the song and the beat is, like, building up and whatever the beat drops and they're, like, dancing and stuff. Literally an iMovie video, like, in a hotel room. And someone edited one of the Drake songs over it and it was, like, just the most perfect, like, worlds colliding edit I've ever seen. Like, I literally would post all my story again. Like, it was that great. Um, so, so I guess I bring this up because it's, like, don't be afraid to try something new. If Drake can do it, we can do it, bitch. Also, something that's been on my mind, and this is like so funny, because was it in the last episode or two episodes ago, I was talking about, I think it was the last episode, but I was talking about like, oh, the summer rebrand, and in that podcast, I was like, you know, I just like don't really feel like I need to switch up my aesthetic. Bitch, I changed my mind. Um, Not that I want to switch up my aesthetic drastically, but number one, I just want to get more into making my IG aesthetic again in the sense of like 2015 aesthetic like you know it's like a vibe like it's a curated vibe when you look on my feed you know like not like filters or anything but just like just aesthetic and like pictures of just like random stuff and it's like i want you to be able to feel the experience when you're looking at my page Um, So that's something I decided to do because for a minute there, I mean, still currently as of right now, 
my IG is just very much all my reposted reels or like my reels and like podcast clips and there's like a pic here and there but I just like have so much more fun when I'm taking pics of stuff and like like my tumblr back in the day was like the best most aesthetic page ever and it was just such a specific vibe like just that city but also like tropical but then like golden hour but then like beach but then like you're at a restaurant but then it's like a zoomed in pic okay also like so many people don't get the zoomed in iPhone pick aesthetic. Like, and I don't mean in like a funny way, but just like, you know, when you zoom in to like your beverages or like I zoomed into my fruit and posted it because I'm like, this is like a traditional aesthetic. Like this has been around since the Tumblr days, like since iPhone photography was a thing. Like it's just a very specific aesthetic. And my friends will be like, why did you post this? This is not cute. I'm like, babe, it's a specific aesthetic the zoomed in iphone look you know it's like kind of grainy but it's just like aesthetic and like were y'all not on tumblr like i don't know um but yeah this aesthetic also it's like a no filter kind of aesthetic but like all the colors coordinate even though there's no filter like you just they have it in mind you have your feet in mind when you're taking a pic it reminds me of lohanthony back in the day like his instagram feed in like 2014 2015 was very much this. And yeah, it's just very like early days, not early, early days of IG, but like just that 2014, 2015, maybe some of 2016, I don't know. Instagram aesthetic, Tumblr aesthetic, like maybe, oh, it's just so great. So I definitely wanna get back into doing that. Just like for fun, honestly. And a lot of people have been talking, I mean, people have been talking about this for like a while now, but I feel like especially recently, I've been seeing a lot of posts about how Instagram's dying. Get off Instagram if you're a content creator, blah, blah, blah. Low key, y'all, I disagree. I feel like Instagram is just growing. And you just, this the thing with Instagram and really any platform, but I feel like especially Instagram, you have to work with it. Like you can't just do what you've always done and expect it to continue to work. And this is like me at me as well, you know, like... It's so hard, I mean, not to like manifest this, but it's just like, it can be very difficult for me, I mean, in general, but like for me to grow on IG. And that's because like up until 2020, I was just doing what I had always done of like posting pictures and hoping that something would pop off. And then once I started actively like working with the new features of Instagram like that's when I started posting a lot more interactive things on my story and that's when when did reels come out like last like 2021 or 2020 I I don't know all those years those years just blend together um that's when I started posting reels finally grew like finally hit would hit like a million on a post you know and that would never happen before even in like the glory days of just you post a picture on Instagram and go like mind your business um and i really over the past year or so past few months six months past like i guess past year at this point i don't know but i just try to like go on youtube and watch videos of like oh updated instagram features things you should know instagram hacks 2022 whatever because they're just always updating the app and have 
new features that they want you to use. I just saw this post about this girl talking about, you know, how she barely gets any likes on her pictures these days. And then when she went and like tagged products, this feature is not available to everyone yet. I don't have it yet, but there's this new feature available to some people where you can like tag, like search up a product and tag it. And I think before it was just available to like celebrities. Um, but like if I'm wearing this like she and shirt, I can like tag that. And she said as soon as she went and tagged like her sunglasses and like her bikini or something, her post went from like 200 likes to like 6,000 likes. So it's like they're, they're pushing content and just posts that use the new features. So I just watched this video. I think it was by Modern Millie. Her videos, especially about Instagram, are very helpful and just like the Instagram updates and things like that. She talked about how with reels, like they prioritize and they push reels that have original audio that are not reposted from other apps that there was like, I think a few other things, but there's like tips and tricks and you just have to learn them and like work with that. And it kind of just goes back to, you know, talking about Drake. You have to be like, if you want to grow as a creator, as an artist, whatever, if you just want to grow your social media presence, like you have to work with the times rather than against them. And it's just so easy to, you know, find something that works, a certain posting strategy or like, oh, I'm just, I'm gonna, you know, take a bunch of Instagram photos this day and then post them throughout the week. Oh no, my posts are not getting any likes, you know? Okay, what do I need to do differently? I need to start doing reels. I need to start posting on my story, like the interactive things, like questions and polls and things like that. Um, I need to post more links. I need to look into the creator program. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, and that's like how you keep it pushing. With all this being said, if you're not someone who is a social media creator or an influencer or anything and you don't care, period, like, then whatever, just do you. But if you are someone who does want to grow, that's like how you grow. So I really, I don't think Instagram is dying. Like, I think maybe what Instagram used to be is dying, but they're constantly changing shit and like, just because it's different. Okay, also people are still complaining about the their feeds not being um, in order, in chronological order. You can do that. Like they're, y'all. Yeah. You go, you click on, Lexi, <laughs> you click on Instagram at the top and you click on following and then it shows all your posts from people you're following in chronological order. And then there's also the favorites, which is just like people that you favorite and then just those people's posts will be shown so i don't know like are people just not paying attention like do y'all just not know i'm pretty sure that feature is available to everyone so like sometimes they will release shit and like just release it to a certain amount of people or a certain group of people but i'm pretty sure that is for everyone right now so check it out you can see your chronological posts um but yeah, so I don't think IG's dying. I just think what it used to be is dying and it's just like changing. Um, I don't think Instagram's going anywhere right now, at least. Like, I don't know. And I don't even say that because like, oh my God, my Instagram's just popping off so much. It's just, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm a witness. Like I've experienced like, oh, once you just do what they want you to do, it works. 
and you grow and you're exposed to new people like yeah so anyway that's just my thoughts on that um, but let me know your thoughts especially if you are also a content creator um, and trying to grow like what has your experience been and do you have the affiliate like program like the linking products because I want to get on that like what but yeah I've just really been wanting to like travel y'all um and y'all know I'm going to going to New York not next week but wait next week <laughs> stop oh my god wait literally next week and especially oh my god yeah okay wow time uh, really creeps up on you um but yeah I'm like so excited for that and that's also kind of what like inspired me to start taking aesthetic pics again because especially when you're traveling like it's just it's just more fun to like be looking for little aesthetics and then when you go back on your feed like I just find so much joy in that but yeah like I just feel very oh they're just very over I guess LA and just like when I think about my summer last summer I did go to New York last summer but just when I think about my life in LA and just like the places that I was going out to and like the people that I was hanging out with or just like going like to the club or day parties. Not that I was partying so much, but like I just didn't really travel that much last year. And I was just in LA. Just the thought of that is just like, ew. And not to be like annoying. You know what I hate is are those posts that are like, why? I don't want to go to the club. I want to travel. It's like as if like the two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> If you go to the club, you can't travel. And if you travel, you can't go to the club. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com uh, but no I've talked about on this podcast how just like over the past few months over, really over this whole past year I just have not really been enjoying going out like in LA um, I just feel over a lot of shit and like just the thought like I don't know before it's like the thought of like going to brunch with my friends then going to a day party after was just like sounded amazing and now it's just like I don't know. I'd rather like not. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm still like, is this just a phase? Is it just like LA? Is it me? Am I just like growing up? Do I like, I don't know. It's just like the, you know, after pandemic in quotations, the after lockdown, you know, frenzy just over. Like, I don't know. But I just really want to be like traveling. So my sister and I are trying to plan a trip. Um to Europe and I know that's like very broad in general but like I just like want it to be a secret until I go um but like this summer and I just want to like I don't know I just want to be like she's just like booked and busy and like catching flights I don't want to say catching flights not feelings but we're catching flights period also every flight has been less anxiety inducing which is great so exposure therapy really works y'all and I say that just in the sense of like I am doing it to myself <laughs> But just, like, it's so crucial to face your fears and do shit that is scary or that, like, makes you experience anxiety. 
just to prove to yourself that you can do it and you can come out on the other side, you know, fine. And obviously, if you've been through something really traumatic, like, don't just, like, oh, let me just confront this, like, seek professional help and guidance. But anyway, it was so interesting. Like, I was just back home, as y'all know. It was so great. I really got lucky with the weather, especially the last couple of days I was there. Just so nice and pretty out and warm, and it's just so lush. And, yeah, just being able to, like, chill, and it's, like, quiet out, and I can just listen to the birds and breathe the fresh air. Like, it was amazing. Um, but flying back and just like looking at LA, I just felt like exhausted looking at it. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I don't drive. <laughs> I mean, like part of it literally is. But it's just like, ugh, I just be so over it. Like, ugh, it's just not fun. Like everything, like especially in the day to day, it just sounds exhausting. Like shit just sounds exhausting. I just want to be at home. <laughs> Or I want to be, like, planning a trip. Like, you know? I just don't feel like going out. I don't. Like, I want to go to, like, a chic happy hour. Or, like, I want to go to a chic brunch. But, like, I just want to do chic stuff with my friends and, like, take pictures and be cute. Which I guess is, like, pretty much what I've always done. But, like, you know, it's just, like, there's a different vibe i don't know um but something else i've been thinking about recently is like what does it mean to be chic and i was just thinking of like things that are chic and things that are not chic or people that are chic and people that are not chic so like this is kind of where changing my aesthetic like kind of the part two that was a long tangent (laughs) um circling back so number one so what made me I guess think of all of this is I saw a TikTok where this girl was like, oh, I think Kylie Jenner should like rebrand and just be more like grunge, chic, like Olsen twins, kind of getting back to her King Kylie era and even a little before that, you know, where she had her black and turquoise like bob (laughs) and just do like less makeup and just be more like grunge, chic. And so that just got me thinking like, And this is, like, no tea, no shade. Like, everyone has their own aesthetic. But, like, Kylie Jenner, not chic. Like, you know, especially now, it's just, like, very Fashion Nova. And Fashion Nova is not chic. Like, fast fashion and BBL fashion is not chic. Chic is, like, Olsen twins. (laughs) Chic is, like, me and my sister were talking about this. Like, we were, like, Bella Hadid, like, is chic. But then, like, you know, when she gets caught doing her, like, different accents, it's kind of like not chic but then she does speak out about issues so like kind of chic la chic to an extent like i definitely think new york city is more chic than la but la is chic in that like hollywood old hollywood glam like an eve babbitt's novel i have to sneeze a joan didion essay like that's chic the hills at night when you're looking at downtown chic but i feel like in the day-to-day la is not very chic like when i think of chic i think of like your like eating outside like i think of like more european like you're eating outside of like a parisian cafe and you're like people are smoking cigarettes Cigarettes can be chic in a European way. And you're like drinking a wine or like an Aperol spritz. (laughs) 
Like, that's chic. Like, I don't think of, like, an L.A. roof as, like, chic. That doesn't mean it's, like, bad. It's just, like, a different kind of vibe. And I just really am all about being chic these days. So, like, I'm just trying to make my own personal style a little more chic. And I guess, like, just be more chic. <laughs> like, I, like, especially right now, this is not chic of me. But it's, like, whatever. I'm just at home recording a podcast. Like, not everything will be chic. Okay. Thrifting, chic. Shein, not chic. But you can get some chic pieces from Shein. I hate to say it. <laughs> You can't encapsulate the chic aesthetic through like a Shein or even a fashion of I hate to say. But it's like it's not like the act of it is chic. Traveling is chic. Day party, not chic. But that doesn't mean it can't be fun. But it's not chic. I just feel like we're gonna see this chic revival, you know, as everyone keeps talking about how BBLs are out and um bro, you know what I was thinking is like, you know all this craze about Pilates? like shut the fuck up oh my god this this girl was like i had no results after lifting for a year but after a week of pilates i noticed results and this girl stitched it and was like you were probably just lifting wrong (laughs) it's like oh my god um but do you remember like when blogilates was so popular and like fitspo and it was like i feel like that was like right after the like early 2000s i mean not right after but it was after the early 2000s like skinny that was after you know like the heroin chic of the 90s but it was still like skinny was very in and like you know just like the paris hilton nicole richie like body type and then it was like blogilates and like tumblr and like just you know basically a lot of ed type of content and then you know as we got further into the 2010s kim kardashian becomes a lot more famous and successful curves are in bbls are trendy um people want to be slim thick people are getting surgery whatever um so now it's like is this skinny vibe gonna be like is the skinny vibe coming back because I remember, like, Blogilates was, like, very trendy. And then that's when, like, freely, you know... Remember when, like, f- everyone would comment bananas on Blogilates posts? <laughs> everyone just wanted to be skinny and have, like, a thigh gap. Like, oh, my God, you're just so fit. And, like, that was Freely's whole thing was, like, oh, well, like, you don't want to starve yourself. So you can just do this lifestyle and eat as much carbs as you want. And you'll just be skinny like me. <laughs> Bro. Um... So is that skinny vibe coming back? Because that's like, bro, it's just like everyone needs to shut up. And I was talking about this last week, but, you know, having I literally saw some tweets about it today and I was like, this is exactly what I was talking about. But someone said basically literally exactly what I said in my podcast. Um, You want to tell women and femmes what they should do, what they should look like, then point out when they modify their body with surgery it's no winning. Leave people alone and foster an environment where people feel comfortable existing as themselves, modified or not. All this plastic surgery talk is cap. People want to critique body modification when unrealistic standards of what a body should look like is right there. Critique the system, not the people it affects. Period. And so even just this whole thing, oh my god, I'm so glad BBLs are out of style now. And we can just, like... 
I'm so glad natural bodies are back and the natural body is still like just this perfect body, but it's just like more slim. It's like, what about people that are naturally thicker, people that naturally have ass or even just people that modified their body? Like, so now they're, oh my God, you're just like not trendy and you're gross. And (laughs) like, you're still commodifying a body, specifically a woman's body. So it's like, if you really, if, oh my God, BBL fashion was so trendy to me because I don't look like that. Oh my God, thank God my body type's trendy again. It's like, you're not winning. Because as soon as, you know, the trend switches again and I don't know, BBLs come back in style or whatever, more curvy bodies are like the number one, I was going to say priority, the number one trend, the number one most desirable shape then you're going to be triggered again and like annoyed. So it's like, just be happy as who you are and don't talk about other people's bodies, period. And then same thing when like BBLs were trendy and just like, you know, a more curvy shape. Like people were like, oh my God, I'm just so glad to like not have skinny be in anymore. And it's like, what about people that are just naturally more skinny? And I'm not saying like, you know, skinny shaming is the same as fat shaming, but just like that vibe of... A woman's body being like this trend and like a marketable thing just you know for people to make money on because when skinny is trendy you can like sell your pilates workouts and you can sell diet i don't know plans and whatever and then when curvy's in you can sell oh remember when kylie jenner like got her ass done and then was like I use this cream on my butt and that's what makes it plump. (laughs) I'm like, it was like 2016, like what? Um, So it's like everything is just an opportunity for someone to make money, for some kind of company to make money. So just like accept yourself um, and do what you want and shut up about anyone else's body. But yeah. Also beverage of the day, we didn't even talk about it. I have a venti matcha with oat milk. It's like okay. Like I thought I was gonna enjoy it a little bit more. It's not bad. It's just like a little too sweet. I feel. Um, but I'm so happy because I got a full, <laughs> got a full grocery haul yesterday, and so I'm stocked up and I have my meal plan. So I'm just like so happy about that. <laughs> There's nothing like having a full fridge. Like, is it my Taurus Cancer placements? Like maybe, but it's just like a good ass feeling to have a full fridge. So going back to like body trends as always i would recommend unfollowing people that make you feel insecure or make you feel like you need to compare your body or compare your life um curate your feeds whether that's your instagram feed your twitter feed your tiktok page to be content that uplifts you inspires you and makes you feel like you want to be your best self not like oh my god your trendiest self but like your just authentic best version of you like follow pages that make you feel like that's allowed to exist and that you are allowed to exist and your body's allowed to exist as it is um because bitch like i mean there's nothing wrong with having a little inspo or you know whatever but if you constantly just find yourself like looking at someone's page looking at a girl's page and just like you just feel so like not good about yourself after unfollow okay or if it's someone you know just mute them like if you don't want to unfollow and cause beef just mute them and don't look at it because that's not like good to do to yourself 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is like super random, but also like I just have a lot of random thoughts <laughs> today um, or like this week. This is something I was thinking about because I was looking at one of my you know, pages I follow, one of my therapist pages on IG, and they were talking about how people act under or react under stress and pressure and how some people overfunction to feel like they have control over a situation. So that could look like, you know, just having anxiety, doing more shit, um, going out of your way for someone else, trying to manage someone else's emotions, um, cleaning when you're stressed. I don't know. There's like so many examples. And then some people under function under stress. So that can look like procrastinating, um, just wanting to sleep, letting your house just get really messy, not wanting to shower, not replying to texts. Like you get the vibe. So have y'all seen that post that's like, I think it originally came from Twitter, but it was like, oh, if your partner is kidnapped and like missing and there's nothing for you to do except go to sleep because like you've been looking for them all day like whatever the police are looking for them whatever um basically like there's nothing you can do it's out of your control you just have to go home and go to sleep do you do your skincare or not (laughs) so my like thinking always was like oh well i would do my skincare because that's like something i can do to like make me feel like i have some type of control like if i have no control over this situation at least I have control like I'm doing my skincare so then once I saw these posts about like oh the different people in the world um like over functioners the different people in the world over functioners or under functioners it all made sense so I would like to know what would you do like are you doing your skincare or not and it can kind of give you some insight as to what kind of I was going to say, it's not like, what kind of style is that? Like stress style? How you cope with stress, I guess. Like, are you going to go out of your way to like do other stuff? And like, oh, doing stuff makes you feel good. Or does like not doing stuff makes you feel good? Like, are you more of a procrastinator or not? So this is important and relevant because it's just good to know like how you do function under stress so that then you can react appropriately to whatever your initial reaction is, you know? So if you know, oh, I have the tendency to overfunction, you know, next time I feel stressed, I'm going to make it a priority to say no more, to actively make sure I'm getting enough rest, to ask for help and reach out to people. Um, and then if you're an underfunctioner, it's like, okay, I'm going to make it a priority to to make a to-do list and just get through that. Like make a to-do list of all my important tasks and just get through that. What else would they even say for that? It's like, I don't relate to that. So I don't know off the top of my head. Neither is better, um, but often our society rewards over-functioning because we do live in a capitalistic society that bases our worth on how much we do. And 
you know, we're often rewarded, you know, people are rewarded and praised for being workaholics for, you know, oh my God, I just work out three hours a day. Like, oh my God, wow, goals. I could never do that, but goals. And then women are often praised for over-functioning for others. So that could look like putting others' needs before your own, agreeing to do something when you don't really want to, doing a favor for someone when it's not really something you can afford or mentally or mentally have the capacity for or whatever. Um, So it's just like being aware of all of these things and then like being mindful when they come up and like just, you know, knowing yourself is so... And knowing your like dark sides, so important because without like the self-knowledge, you're not going to have the awareness to change it or to like make a different choice because there's like our initial reaction to something. But then it's like when we're mindful, we can catch ourselves and like change it before we act on it or before it escalates so let me know in a comment are you doing your skincare in that situation or not okay tell me why i went to ig to like go to my archive and look at things i've reposted about abortion access and a one year ago or no a four year ago story came up of a podcast from soundcloud and the title of it was i do fuck shit for internal peace And it was only a 20 minute episode. So I don't know what that was about. Um, (laughs) I was probably, I don't even know. I want to say I was probably talking about, you know, when you're confident in yourself, you can really do anything. And you don't have, like, you can trust, like, okay, I know myself. But I don't know. What was I talking about? Okay. Anyway. So Roe v. Wade got overturned and this is just like super fucked and scary and I still just like can't fully wrap my mind around it. But even with all of that, it's like I'm just also low-key, unfortunately not surprised. The U.S. was founded on oppression, (laughs) Um, on racism misogyny classism and you know the founding fathers were just old white men just like you know majority of people in office today and the world is just really and this country especially is just really um you know has that patriarchal racist mindset of like the white the old white man is at the top of the social pyramid and everybody else is just below and it's just so fucked like this is a decision that just makes no sense it's not logical as so many things are not because they're not meant to be logical they're meant to establish control over in this case women and women's bodies um it's just not something that makes sense um and it really just is about power So, you know, when people say things like, oh, well, what about, you know, all the children in foster care? Like, are you adopting kids if you care about these babies' lives so much? It's like, they're not. Because it's not about that. Like, bro, them Republicans voting no to fund formula because there's a formula shortage. But then you're going to vote to outlaw abortion. These old, rich, white men... If their mistresses need an abortion, they're going to get that abortion. You know, if they get their little side piece pregnant, they are going to make her have an abortion. So it's like, it's not about, oh, 
this is unethical. It's like, it's about control. So a lot of us feel angry, we feel helpless, we feel just sad, and it's really normal to feel all of these ways or even, you know, other ways, whatever you may be experiencing or have experienced since this was announced, it's completely normal and it just like makes me mad too because like trigger warning essay, but like, you know, they say, cause some of these states are like, oh, like this will be, abortion is illegal unless in the case of, in the case of, you know, what's ectopic, I forget, but you know, the pregnancy where if you don't abort, you die. Um, so even with like this, like, like say it's like a or like an essay. Look at how we handle that as a country. Or and this there's so much gray area. Like, bro, we already know people typically do not side with women when that happens. You know, and I'm sure some of you have experienced that in your own life. Just like, oh my god, like this dude did this to me, and people are like, well, like, were you drinking? What were you wearing? Like, so. How is that going to, like, I don't even believe that that's going to be, you know, a reason for a woman to have an abortion because you're already like not believing us when we say that shit happens to us. And that's just such a huge thing. And then there's just so much gray area when it comes to that, because it's like, okay, well, if it wasn't like a hard R word, it's like, well, what about like coercion or like so many dudes like just don't want to use condoms or they take the condom off without your consent, which is the R word. And I just feel like so many things are just like brushed off because it's embarrassing. We feel like it's our fault. We feel like, oh my God, if I just had done something differently, this wouldn't have happened to me. And it's like, we don't wanna talk about it. So it's like, if this happens, you're already feeling so much shame and just like grossed out and violated. And then it's like illegal for you to deal with it. And you're not gonna be believed like, so for that to happen, like, you would need to go get a kit from, like, a hospital immediately, which, like, I feel like so often you don't even realize that it was, like, SA or whatever until, like, way after. And then you finally start to, like, like, your mind starts to keep or, like, catch up with your body. And it's like, oh, that was actually super fucked up and against my consent and, like, I did not want to do that. I did not agree to that. So it's like, they're probably going to be like, oh, well, you need to kid without within 24 hours. Um, and if you don't have that, then there's just no evidence. And therefore, like, it wasn't an R word. And therefore, like, you, that's not a reason. And therefore, you cannot get your abortion. So it's just like, and then people want to say, like, well, if you would just, like, keep your legs. Someone messaged me this. And it was just, like, a random, like, man troll. Like, they did follow me. So that was a little concerning. And there was only one person. But still, I blocked but I'm like, you know, sharing all this abortion stuff and <laughs> abortion. Oh. I'm like, well, if you would just keep your legs closed, like is keeping your legs closed such a problem for women? It's like, yeah, that's yeah, that's why. For sure. Definitely. <laughs> like, it's just like so scary. Like, we already live in a society with all these predators around us all the time. And, like, I don't mean just, like, oh, a man in a dark alley or, like, a weirdo on the street who's catcalling you. Like, majority of cases of SA, R-word, etc. happen with people that you know. 
happen with like someone you're in a relationship with happen with someone you're dating and like it's just so scary we already have all of these like threats around us constantly bitches are scared to go on dates because like what if i get roofied and then you're gonna tell me like one of my options if god forbid this is to happen and i actually get pregnant from one of these situations like is gone like it's just so fucked and scary and like bro like like this world is already so unpleasant to live in as a woman in so many ways because we're just like ew like men just make this world such a scary place period and such a scary place for us so to have this right taken away is just like disgusting but with all of that being said, like, that's not the only reason why someone would want an abortion. Like, sometimes just shit happens, even if this was a completely consensual situation. Like, sometimes the condom breaks. Sometimes, like, your birth control doesn't work. Sometimes whatever. And it's like, you just may not be, you may not want a kid right now. You may not be ready for that. And it's like, why the fuck do you care? Like, I'm, bitch, I will say it. I'm not even pro-choice. I'm pro-abortion. Like, <laughs> Get the abortion. Like, what the fuck? Because it's like, who cares? That's not a kid. Like, that's just like some cells. Like, it's like, it literally is like a shrimp. Like, who cares? Like, it's not, like, I could just never do that. But I guess, like, do you, though? It's like, wow. like, I, I just don't get it. Like, it's just... It's like a heavy period, babe. Like, it's like not a big deal. Like, I mean, not that like any emotions that you experience aren't like, not that it's going to necessarily feel like not a big deal, but it's just like when people are like, I could never. It's like, okay, then don't. But like, shut up about it. Like, other people, I do want to. So, um, things are happening like our rights being taken away when. You know, we're shamed so much for being essayed or whatever. So it's like, why would I speak up about that? And then we do speak up about it. And then we're just shamed, not taken seriously, blamed. And then it's like, no wonder this isn't working, you know? I saw this post and I do not remember where it was from. Like, it was like someone's story that someone had screenshotted from someone else's story. But this person was like, you know, feeling fear and hopelessness is normal, but it's also not productive in the sense that, you know, that's how they want us to feel because it does make us feel out of control and just like, oh my God, I can't do anything about this. Like, this is just the way things are. It almost makes us like accept the current reality. So just knowing that like change is possible and we can fight back. I guess. Like, the power is really in the people. Things that we can do. This is from So Informed. Donate to an abortion fund. Abortionfunds.org. And I've heard that you should donate to abortion funds rather than Planned Parenthood. Because Planned Parenthood is already... I think it's state funded. I forget. But it's basically already funded. So donate to abortion funds. Find a rally or a protest. Knowing you're not alone is important given how deeply traumatizing this ruling is. If you're in an if you're in an abortion hostile state and even if you're not, consider purchasing abortion pills or emergency contraception to have on hand. I think 
that like plan B does expire. So I would look into that before you start buying Hello because I've heard before from like a gynecologist on TikTok actually that like that can be ineffective. But I guess like, you know, having a few pills isn't gonna hurt, but it does like lose effectiveness as time goes on. Um, Pressure your local government to take legislative action to protect the right to abortion in your area. Do not think this court will stop at abortion rights. Eliminating the right to abortion now puts other rights protected by the 14th Amendment at risk, like marriage equality. Can't you, like, I like after this, I can totally see them, like, reversing gay marriage, right? Like, the right to engage in private sexual conduct, conduct and the right to use contraception are all areas that we must pay attention to following the court's decision on Roe. Like, some states are trying to ban IUDs, birth control, condoms, Bro, where the fuck do we live? Like, what? Um, I've heard people talk about abortionrx.com. It is $200, but you don't have to speak to anyone. The pills arrive in a few days. Plan C is a website. I need na.com, like ana.com. Abortionfinder.org. Plancpills.org. Heyjane.co. Abortionfunds.org reprolegalhelpline.org, aidaccess.org. Also keep in mind that I believe if you're after a certain amount of weeks, you're unable to do the like pill. What is it? A medical abortion? Is that medical? Um, And I think you have to get the surgery. So just like keep that in mind. Also, I've heard to just start being very careful, especially, especially if you are in a state where abortion is no longer legal but just be super careful with like your paper trail um and at first i was like why would that matter but it's like so if they um basically anything can be used as evidence against you and especially if they make it illegal to travel out of state to get an abortion all of this can be used as evidence against you so that could be you know when you buy tampons or feminine hygiene supplies buy it in cash Um, If you use a period tracker app, make sure that it it is not a web-based app so that your information cannot be accessed or it's like it's only like on your phone, you know, so you could just delete it and it would be gone if, you know, you had to. The best way for that, I feel like, would just be to do it like by hand on a calendar. And there's videos that you can find on how to do that. Someone said to get like a Visa gift card and just buy in bulk like tampons, um emergency contraception etc and like ship it to someone else's house like a a male friend's house or like your grandparents house or something and yeah so anything that could like show when your cycle is happening or anything like that um and especially the app so it's super scary that these are the times that we live in but it's definitely just better to be safe than sorry i would definitely recommend getting a cup i use the lily cup i always want to call it the diva cup but it's the lily cup And I've used that since like 2018 and it works super well. Like sometimes if I'm going out on the first day or something, which I just try not to do in general, but if I'm like traveling or something, sometimes I will use a tampon just because it's a little more convenient, but in general, it just works so good. I also love the reusable period underwear for at night. Um, And that is like just a way that you don't have to buy supplies every month. So it's good for your 
paper trail, but it's also just a lot more cost effective. It's a lot more eco-friendly and just like so much easier. Like it's not like, oh my God, I don't have a tampon. It's like, bitch, I have my cup with me. With that being said, I always have like an emergency tampon in my purse, but there are a ton of resources out there. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't feel scared and angry and that that's like, okay, you know, which I'm sure no one feels like that, but you know, just like disclaimer. I will link as many resources as I can find down below so you guys can just access that if you need to. But yeah, definitely stay safe to every woman out there, but especially those of you in states that are, you know, you can't, that abortion rights are not protected. In California, they're protected. And in New York, they're protected. Like they just signed more shit to like really get it protected. But yeah, it's just like, ew. So stay, stay safe, y'all. If you know of any resources, please comment down below or just any hacks or like information you want to, sh hacks, <laughs> any information you want to share. Um, and I see a lot of people talking about celibacy um, and about, oh, men should just get um, a vasectomy. And it's like, if you want to do that, like if you want to be celibate, great. If you're someone who can get a vasectomy, I guess great if you want to do that. But it's kind of like, <laughs> I, like to tell someone what to do with their body as a response to anger at being told what to do with our bodies is like not really the answer. So it's like, if it's something you want to do, great. But like, I don't think that should be like pushed as like the solution. Um, and then as far as celibacy, it's like, I just feel like for a lot of women, that's not something that they want to do and it's not realistic or it's like what if you're in a relationship and just the fact that you know shit can still happen like you can still you know have things happen to you that you don't want you um so that's not really like a solution either but i do definitely feel like a lot of people are just going to be a lot more careful about like hookups and stuff or just less willing to participate in that just because of such the high risk factor. So I guess let me know what you think about that. But yeah, I definitely see a lot of posts about celibacy and I mean, I'm definitely here for it. Also, it's just been interesting to see how so many women I follow have posted about this and still post about it. And just like how few and select the men have been, the amount of men have been that have posted about this. And like, I don't think, I don't think it's like, oh, if like posting about it means that you care, you know, when it's like a dude not showing support and it's like, you're, <laughs> this is going to affect you too, bro. Like, and even if it didn't, like, why are you not showing any like sign that you care? It's like, this is such a huge thing. And like, again, like not saying, oh my God, you have to post. If you don't post, it means you doesn't, you don't, you doesn't. You don't care, but you know what I mean? Like, there's definitely... When it's, like, so many guys not posting about it, like... It's just a little fucked and questionable, in my opinion. So, would you really want to hook up with a guy that doesn't care about your rights, ladies? <laughs> anyway, um, not to, like, end on a fucking depressing note, but I am currently getting starving for my lunch. But luckily, I already prepared it, so period, so... <laughs> I'm going to go do that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, let me know your thoughts on anything down below. Let me know any resources that you know of that I should link. 
and let me know your thoughts on my discord or in an instagram message and don't forget to screenshot and post on your story so i can repost thank you guys so much for listening and i will talk to you next week